0: Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM, and coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindra Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com, and this is Bernie Radio. I'm Clint Buck. And I'm Mary Adair. At Branscom Law, our clients come first. Our talented and dedicated lawyers and staff take pride in offering solid legal solutions to individuals and their businesses. Our attorneys focus on a variety of legal practice
1: areas, including litigation, real estate, water law, employment, energy,
0: corporate formation, and estate planning. Our team is ready to serve you and your legal needs. Visit us at BranscomLaw.com for more information.
1: Discover a new perspective, God and Our Dogs, GodandOurDogs.com
0: Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer.
1: Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and our dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories shared on the show reveal God in new ways. We look in the mirror of our dogs. In the reflection, we find aha moments, Bringing to light a deeper understanding of love, value, purpose, and belonging. Find us at GodInOurDogs.com. Click follow on the God and Our Dogs page on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site or on YouTube where you will find bonus material from our guests. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, including Westward Environmental, Clearview Bookkeeping, Complete Computer Solutions, and Covenant Pest Control. Our guest today is Corporal Pedro Mancado with the Bernie Police Department's Canine Unit. His partner is Tucker, and she is with us today as well. Welcome, we're so happy to have you on God and Our Dogs. Thank you for having us. Well, before we talk about your experience with Canine Tucker, um, you've, ha- you've had a long history with dogs. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: I've had dogs since I was a kid. Yeah, uh, I was born and raised in a small community mm-hmm. out in the country, had dogs. But unfortunately for me, all the dogs that I've ever had were outside dogs. Ah. So it wasn't until I became a full grown adult that I was able to have dog
1: inside. Yeah well your experience has been the experience of many of of our guests that transition when they grew into adulthood they Mm -hmm. could kind of have a different relationship with their dogs so that's kind of cool. Um, So have you always been a canine officer or is that something new? I just uh, been doing it right at three years now. Three years Mm -hmm. and how did you decide that you wanted to be part of a canine unit?
2: Actually, I started my career almost 24 years, 23 and a half years, uh, and as soon as I started my career in Abilene, uh, I went straight to the canine unit. Ah, I was uh, on their unit as a decoy.:
1: Oh, so I
2: helped them train.: <laughs> Yes, So I always knew I wanted to do canine, Uh-huh. but just never got the opportunity to do it until the end of my career.
1: Oh wow. So how did the opportunity um, present itself? Well, Tucker's been with the agency,
2: I think, since 2016. Okay. And I'm actually her third handler. Okay. Uh, The first two handlers uh, went different directions. Uh Uh-huh. And I was called to the office. And I still remember the day. I'll never forget the date. It was July 13th, 2018. And they gave me the opportunity to take her home. I jumped on it, drove home with the canine car, and Tucker didn't even tell the wife. Ah. And to... uh, didn't ask for permission. It was just one of those things. She knew I wanted to be a canine officer. I showed up at home and there I have a new member to the family.
1: Yes. Oh my goodness. So tell us a little bit about Tucker. What kind of dog is she? She's a Belgian Malinois.
2: Mm -hmm. And she was uh, when we didn't purchase her, the company that we bought her from bought her in Poland.
1: Oh, in Poland. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so um, has she always been at at the Bernie Police Department uh, after she started her career, you know, went to training? Okay. What kind of training does she have? She
2: has uh, narcotics and tracking. Okay. And prior to that, she was doing bite work as she was younger, but it was taken away from her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we decided to go a different
1: route with her. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a specialized thing. Mm -hmm. Either they are or they aren't. Isn't that the case. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so she actually lives with you in your, in your home. Yes. So how did she blend in with the family? At the time I actually had only two dogs, um, uh, alpha
2: female and a male Rottweiler. I uh-huh. was younger and it took a while. The male, no problem, but the female who was alpha and who had been with us for several years already. Uh, it took a while now they're best friends.
1: Oh, that's great. So, so who's the alpha in the house with the dogs? Now I have a fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a Belgian Malinois male. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And he's two
2: years old. He's okay. The alpha.
1: Oh, he's the alpha. Okay. Well, that's interesting dynamics. The young one comes in and rolls a roost. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of training did you have to do in order to work with her?
2: It was three weeks. Um, what makes it hard is that when we do our canine training, we have to leave our family.
1: Oh, okay. So it's
2: not local. We have oh. to go to the agency that we're going to. Uh, and our training is at Paysetters Canine in Liberty Hill, just outside of city, uh, Cedar Park. Cedar Park, okay. And so we live on site for three weeks uh-huh. with our canine training every single day. Um, so three weeks of training, and then we get to come home and, and, and work her.
1: Mm-hmm. Is so is that an annual training that you do?
2: We do that f- first time, and then every year we do a three day certification.
1: I see, okay, and um, it, and that's all they specialize in is training canines for that's, law enforcement.
2: They do other things, they but they do mainly law enforcement and personal protection.
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So how much of um, of your job is um, actually? Working with her um, in narcotics and in uh, search. A
2: majority of our work with her is is narcotics. Mm-hmm. It'll be ninety five percent of the stuff. Five percent is searching uh, for items or people. Um, but most of our day is driving around waiting for the call. Yeah. Uh, we don't. We're, it's not. It's not that she's busy all day. If we get two calls, three calls a day, that might be too many. For oh us. really? We're, we're not. So we're not real, real busy when it comes to the canine issue. But when we we are used, we're utilized, and it comes in handy.
1: Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So um, is she also kind of an ambassador within the community for the um, police department?
2: Well, Tucker being the first dog, we made her the community policing dog. Okay. And So, yes, she makes a lot of events.
1: Okay. a lot of events. So what is community policing?
2: Community policing is just reaching out to the community, uh, different events, uh, letting them know what we do. Uh, and Tucker's a perfect tool for it. Mm-hmm. Cause she's gentle. She's calm. She's relaxed around people, and so it's easy for her to go to these events and
1: not freak out. Yeah, I yeah. don't have to worry about her. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if she were a bite dog, that would not be her job. Well, correct. We don't like putting bite dogs in
2: situations like that because you just never know. But there are bite dogs that are just as calm and gentle. Really, they just know when to turn it on.
1: Oh, really? So is she kind of that way, too, as far as not from a bite standpoint, but her focus?
2: Yes. When it comes to work time, she knows, and it's totally different. These dogs are rewarded not with treats. They're rewarded with a toy. Uh-huh. And she knows when I grab that toy, it's time to work.
1: Interesting. So can you, can you tell me how that would—how does that actually work? You don't think of a toy as being a work item normally. My dog— Just plays with a toy. So um, how did how does that work as a signal?
2: She doesn't get her toy all day. Okay. Only time she gets this toy is when we are at work. So a lot of the dogs that we have at home are spoiled.
1: Yes, they are. And and
2: my dogs are spoiled too. Mm -hmm. But they're not working dogs. Mm -hmm. In order to keep that drive up, we have to keep that toy what they want away. And what she wants to do, she wants to play tug with her toy. So she only gets it when she's out at work and she does something good.
1: Oh, I see. So it's a reward for her doing a good job. Yes. Okay, so as, um, as her commander, so to speak, um, let's say you get a call and you arrive wherever you're called to. What happens next?
2: Well, usually when the guys call me on patrol, I'll ask them what's going on. We don't just run the dog on every vehicle. So what I do, if we have enough information, then I'll, I'll pull Tucker out, uh, run her around the vehicle. And if she alerts, usually when the, our canines alert, they're, they're passive-aggressive alerts, which means they'll sit down uh, whenever they're on, on, on odor. They'll sit down and let us know. She sits down, and sometimes she'll start barking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when we know she's on odor.
1: I see. So what has she been trained to detect?
2: The five odors is marijuana, cocaine, heroin, meth and ecstasy
1: really has she ever found anything else besides uh those five odors we don't know when when we find stuff
2: we don't know if she was finding the marijuana because most of the time when we find marijuana or one item there's going to be another item in there it's not just one or two so we don't know what odor she's on because she she can't distinguish it she just knows these odors so yes there'll be other times where there's been lsd Mm -hmm. she's not trained in lsd But she'll find that.
1: Yeah. I've talked to people who are in military police, for example, and the dog has found other contraband Mm -hmm. that they knew was out of place. They didn't know what it was, but they signaled it. So Mm -hmm. I just wondered if you ever saw her do those kinds of things.
2: Well, usually when they do that, most of the time when people are touching drugs and narcotics and they touch one item, they're going to touch something that's not something she's trained in. Oh, okay. So that
1: transfer odor is going to be on this other item. Wow, they're so sensitive in their their senses, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, wow. Well, before we um, talk some more about uh, your work with Tucker, uh, Corporal, we're going to take a little bit of a break, and I'll tell you and our listeners about our sponsor today, Branscombe Law. Clients come first at Branscombe Law. I've known their talented, dedicated lawyers for years. They offer solid legal solutions to individuals and businesses for real estate, water law, corporate formation, estate planning, and more. With offices in San Antonio, Austin, and Corpus Christi, their team is ready to serve your legal needs. Find your lawyer at Branscomlaw.com. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when please thank them when you see them. Branscomb Law, Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Kendall County Abstract, and the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning. Because of them, we have a wonderful website, GodandOurDogs.com, with bonus material inspired by show guests on the Want a Treat page. Check out the show webpage for regular updates, resources, and thoughts to ponder. That's GodInOurDogs.com for lots of treats. Discover a new perspective, God and our dogs. Hey, this is Cece Smith, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. We are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Today joining us is Corporal Pedro Moncado of the Bernie Police Department and Canine Tucker, a Belgian Malinois. Before the break, Corporal Moncado told us about his work with Tucker and how they became a team and is actually part of the family. And uh, which I think is kind of fun to have uh your pack at home. You guys must be really close. It just hit me. Wow, that you live and work together. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, twenty-four-seven. Yeah, most spouses don't like to live and work together that much. No. But...
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, sometimes I say she's worse than a wife because she's always with me. And I, <laughs> my wife doesn't think that's funny, but.
1: Well, at least your wife goes to the store or, you know, takes yes. a little break, right? Correct.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't see how she puts up with me sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's neat. Well, before the break, you were also telling us about how sensitive her uh, sense of smell is. That's just incredible. Mm-hmm. So she can really pick up on things. I, I would say their sensory is 300, 300 million mm-hmm. stronger than ours. Wow. So it's
2: very strong. Yes. Uh, So she can pick up on an odor like no other. Mm -hmm. I've seen her find one seed of marijuana seed in a car and pinpoint it, and there was nothing else in that car. Wow. So yes, she has a good nose.
1: Yeah. So you told us a little bit about if you had two calls during a day, that would be busy. About how long does a call take normally? Well, when I say canine calls, yes. Okay, canine, calls. I do answer other calls, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: accidents. I do everything else, but for canine calls, If we find narcotics, it's going to take us anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours per call Uh Uh, because I have to do the report for for the narcotics. Right. If we make an arrest, that's another report. Then we still have to do our canine stats. So it's double work. I see. Okay.
1: Well, of all of the things that have happened over the last three years, what really is an outstanding memory that you have of working with Tucker? One of my first memories was... A few years, about three years ago,
2: we had a subject who was stabbed in the city. Oh, wow. And uh, we were looking for the suspect. He ran out of a house. We didn't know which, which direction he went. It was dark, it was nighttime. And so I took a guess and gambled that he might've gone in through the brush going through the, towards the creek. Pulled Tucker out and sure enough, she was on odor. She gave me the sign that she was on odor. We went in, took one right, took one left, and she took me straight to the creek, about a hundred yards. Everybody else was thinking, no, he went the other way. Instead of taking left towards the creek, he went straight. I trusted her. We searched the other way, we didn't find nothing. Well, the next day the subject was found and he admitted that he had thrown the knife in the creek.
1: Wow, so she was on scent for the weapon.
2: Well, that's where the subject, was. not for the weapon, oh, but oh, that's I where see. he had crossed the creek.
1: Oh. Okay. So
2: he had told them that he had discarded the weapon somewhere else in the creek bed. But when I told the lieutenant where she was at, they went towards in that area and sure enough that's where he had discarded the weapon so she was right on
1: wow trust is something mm-hmm. wow I, um so gosh that makes me think about god sometimes we get a signal one way or the other and it's like you want me to go that way lord
2: you have to trust
1: yeah mm-hmm. wow it's, what a beautiful visual of that i bet you see that a lot with her yes i do uh-huh and It's
2: hard to trust them sometimes because you're like, because these dogs are smart. And like I said, they want their toy. But we've we've built that bond already. And so now I know 100% if she's doing something, it's because she's doing it correctly. Mm -hmm.
1: How do you go about building a bond of trust like that? Funny
2: story with Tucker was since I was her third handler, it took a while. Uh, She had those issues from separation Mm because she had gone from. Poland, from the trainers there, to the trainers at Liberty Hill, to the first handler, to the fourth handler. So that's four different hounds, homes in less than a year and a half. Wow, Two that's years max. short. So she she had some issues. So I had issues with her at the beginning. She wasn't eating. wasn't She just wasn't working as good as she should have been. And I knew that was going to happen. So it took me to learn patience because with my dogs, I'm a little... Not hard, heavy-handed, but I'm I'm real strong with them, and they know that I'm, I'm not. I give very I'm very positive with the rewards, but when they do something wrong, I like to discipline them quickly. But with her, I had to have more patience. Mm-hmm. So I think that helped me bond, uh, bond with her a little bit more. It taught me something. I don't have to be the other way. There's more than one way to do it, do things. Um, I would catch myself at four in the morning when I was feeding her breakfast. Sitting on the kitchen floor, feeding her, because she wouldn't eat unless uh-huh. I sat on the floor with her. Uh huh. So that was one of the things. That's how we built the bond. Sit down with her, lay with her, um, and she also became an inside dog instead of an outside dog, which was, it's, just, it's a no-no for canine world. But this dog has had issues, so that fixed all of it. As soon as I brought her in, she felt like she was part of the pack. I see. And that fixed everything that I was going through.
1: You know, that's, that story is so profound in so many different ways, isn't it? Mm-hmm. How many times do we not feel part of the pack in our family or at school, at work, with people that are quote-unquote friends, and even with God? How can we work with other people Um, You know, we can't necessarily have them sit on the floor and feed us at 4 (laughs) a.m. So what can we do to work with others and with God to feel like we're part of the pack? Well, what I do
2: is we have a big family, uh, seven kids combined with my wife and I, uh, 12 grandkids. Uh Uh, So we have a big family. So I like to have family gatherings as many as possible, two, three times a month. And those family gatherings, that's the reason we get together is because we pray together. The kids see it. The kids see that it's not all about games and, you know, fun. It's about talking. Mm-hmm. And we sit around the table and we eat and we pray before and we pray after. And we have a prayer session. Mm-hmm. So the kids see it. And that's the family comes together. And it's pretty much the same thing we we're doing with the dog. I was just bringing her together with the family. Mm-hmm. So And once I brought her together with the family, she felt like she was a part of something. She worked for me.
1: Yeah. And that's very intentional. You don't just by accident have those kinds of gatherings on multiple times a month. You no. have to really work at that.
2: It's hard. Uh, you know, we have them at mostly our house. We recently just got a new house with the pool. So it's the hangout. Yeah. So, and, and I love it because I love having the grandkids over. Mm-hmm. So it's my favorite spot.
1: Yeah, that, the story is just really touching. So how long a career Will Tucker have? In October, Tucker will turn seven. Okay. And I'm hoping
2: that once she hits eight years old, we can start the process for retirement. I don't feel that keeping a dog to work nine, even up to 10 years, and I've seen it, but they struggle. They struggle to work. They struggle with their drive. It's fair. I wouldn't want that for my mom and my dad. Right. Uh, so why would I want this for this dog? I want her to have a happy life, her, her last few years to be happy and mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm hoping that eight years old and I'm hoping I can convince them it's time for her to retire at eight.
1: Uh huh. So will you be able to keep her? Yes. Oh, good. So you don't have to worry about decommissioning and then she goes off someplace else. You can actually keep her. Yes. Well, that's mm-hmm. awesome. So do you think that you'd get another dog after I w- that? I would hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still
2: healthy enough. I still have a few, probably about six years left in my, my career, if not more that I would love to work another dog. I would love to have the opportunity to run a, a, a work, uh, a bite dog. Oh, the wow. reason I say that is because I love that drive in those dogs, and I have one at home. He's a bite dog. He's a narcotic dog, and I love that in them.
1: Has he gone through training, or you just sense that about him? No, oh, he's gone through training. He's already, he's uh, proficient in narcotics, proficient in bite work. I see. Okay, so he's just not assigned yet. Correct. I see. Okay, well we see maybe who's waiting in the wings. Hopefully.
2: It, it's one of those things if somebody needs him and somebody comes to me and says, hey, we need a dog, you know, he's available.
1: Yeah, well, that's really exciting to see what she's been able to accomplish and that you've been able to work with another dog too to get um, him I've learned a Prepared. lot because of her. Well, that's so cool. So if somebody wants to learn more about the Bernie Police Department K-9 unit or just canines that are used in law enforcement, how would people find out about that? Well, they can follow the
2: K-9 the unit. We have a unit where we, on Instagram, I
1: believe it's
0: the
2: Bernie K-9, Bernie area, regional K-9. Okay. Uh, and it's a group of guys. It's me, the other K-9 officer from Bernie, the two Kendall County K-9 and the Gillespie County. Oh, okay, and we all train together on Wednesdays.
1: Ah, okay. so uh,
2: we started an Instagram page, and we post pictures there of the of our dogs doing training and different things.
1: Mm-hmm. So it, uh, the initials are Bark. Bark, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been fascinating to hear about your experience, uh, Corporal, and also to learn more about Tucker, and. Um, We wish you all the best and great safety.
2: Thank you for having us.
1: Okay. Well, thanks for being with us. Before leaving, I'd like to share a thought to ponder. Yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Corporal Mankata invited Tucker to be a part of his pack. After many handlers, canine Tucker suddenly belonged to something bigger than herself. She realized her value as she began to cooperate with Corporal Mankata and fulfilled her purpose and training. It makes me ponder, can our marriages, families, work teams, churches function like a pack? With God's help, can we produce in others a sense of belonging and purpose? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at GodandOurDogs.com. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, including Sonora Bank, 101 Mobility, Robin Saunders Luxury Group, and GBMB Insurance. I appreciate all of you and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for show bonuses. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at God and Our Dogs and click follow. Subscribing and following help the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective, God
2: and Our Dogs, GodandOurDogs.com
0: I'm Clint Buck, and I'm Mary Adair. At Branscombe Law, our clients come first. Our talented and dedicated lawyers and staff take pride in offering solid legal solutions to individuals and their businesses.
1: Our attorneys focus on a variety of legal practice areas, including litigation, real estate, water law,
0: employment, energy, corporate formation, and estate planning. Our team is ready to serve you and your legal needs. Visit us at BranscomLaw.com for more information. with Miss Constance for children's story time. As the Patrick Heath Library is open today from 10 to 4, this is Bernie Radio